Welcome to the Girls Gone Trim podcast. I'm certified life coach, Kate Kirsch. And I'm certified THM lifestyle coach, Becky Yoder. This is where we talk about all things wellness and all things real. Real food, real life, and real friendship. So grab a cup of oolong and join us for real. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode on the Girls Gone Trim podcast. It's 117, I think, because sometimes we chat a lot and then there are rabbit trails and I forget what where we are here on the podcast. Hi, Kate. Hi, Becky. <laughs> like, let's do that intro again. <laughs> is that what you're thinking? No, I'm not thinking that. This is going to stay in the podcast. Today, we're talking oh, yeah. about marching into because actions that matter. Take it away, Beck. Actions that matter. <laughs> Make those actions count. And I would feel like actions that matter, if you listen to all of our podcasts, that is the podcast because <laughs> we are always talking about all the things that matter, but you probably don't have time for that today. And you tuned in for 15 minutes. So it really is important to uh, actions that matter. It's really important to focus on the actions that bring us success. And as I am here next to me, Kate, I'm going to show you because you're the lover of writing things. <laughs> I'm starting a fresh week. And as many of you know, because I talked about it a few weeks ago, that I got back to like writing and doing like it was an action that mattered. And then I thought, oh, I'm good to freestyle again. And I wasn't writing it down. But, you know, when you write it down, Kate's like, I know, I know, I've told you this for years. <laughs> but when you write it down, or even it, like, yes, I like to write, I have a sheet that's written in advance to give me a plan, and then the sheet to follow up with what I actually did. And, you know, this morning, as I looked at that beautiful blank week of all the possibilities of this blank menu, but of what I'm actually going to do. It's an action that matters because you know what? This week I'm going to do it. It's not that last week was a disaster as far as off plan, but like spontaneous life happens. And oh, this is ready made. So I'll just have this. You don't really think about is this what I actually plan to have today? And I know we've chatted about this before, but the actions they really do matter. So that's like the number one thing on my mind right now because this is relevant to this morning. So, but all the things. So let's break it down for them. Planning your, let's break it down. Yes. Planning your food every day. Action. I put this, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can have lettuce that's already cut up and ready to go in the fridge, and you can have your protein prepped. But Really, when it comes down to like when you're in a moment of weakness, you're like, oh, yeah, I know I could have that and I could have that and I could have that. And there's decision fatigue instead of already just taking the lid off the container of what's ready, prepped and prepared. And this is what I'm having for lunch or what I'm having for breakfast. Right. So it does definitely 
make a big difference of planning your daily food. Yes. And the reason that we plan ahead of time. So we have two brains. We have the prefrontal cortex and we have the primal brain. The prefrontal cortex is the one that wants your highest good. It's the planning center of your brain. It's the, the part of your brain that is intelligent. And then you have the primal brain and it has its own intelligence, but its biggest drive is to keep you alive. That's what it's looking for. It's looking to keep you alive. And it also really likes pleasure. So it's going to Mm -hmm. seek foods that taste good and release a lot of dopamine. So that's why it's so Mm -hmm. important to plan your food ahead of time because you're planning with that prefrontal cortex. Whereas if you're freestyling, Mm -hmm. you may have all the foods prepped and planned, but that primal brain is like, what should I have? Oh, look at the chocolate chips. Look at this look at this uh, bag of cookies for my children. This all looks wonderful. Look at these. They are on plan, friends, but look at these Oreo truffles again, day three. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to get a few of these out of the freezer for just today. And then, oh, those are so good. And I'm hungry right now. Just pop one, pop two. Oh, that's right. I was going to, was it going to have those today? It's yeah. going to focus on carbs and lean proteins. Oh, but now I have that. There's <laughs> some skinny chocolate too. <laughs> that. And then, yes. Yeah. So it doesn't mean necessarily of, you know, going off, off track, off plan, but it is off the plan for the day, for that day. Right. Uh, so, yes, definitely. So, I have two brains. One's the regular brain and one's the chocolate brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so, yeah, I, I mean, so you've planned your food, but the next action that matters is following the plan and then writing down what you actually ate. So that's kind of three actions in one planning, following the plan, and then writing down exactly what you ate during the day, including every lick, bite and taste. When we write it in, even after the fact, even if it doesn't look like it has a lot of detail, but taking the time to do it. And even if it's written sloppily and you can't read it, figure out what you wrote later on. But if you actually take the time to write it in, there's that whole accountability thing too like oh if I eat this I'm going to track it and you're going to be very much more aware of your of your choices yeah because like for me when I am aware of my choices you know I actually take the time to fill up on the vegetables but like last week for example when I wasn't writing it and tracking it it's like oh I'll have that salad at supper right now I'm just going to have this turkey and this whatever, you know, just to get me through, I'll have that later and it's prepped. And then supper came and then I had, you know, something else, green beans or, you know, like, why did I avoid the deliciousness? It's that chocolate brain. Right, right, right. So some more actions that matter would be planning your movement for the week and following that plan. and 
than writing down what you did. So, um, you know, whatever exercise you love to do, you know, plan it at, I would say minimum of three times a week. Um, and, and follow your plan. That's another action that matters. Agree 100% because, and even the, um, the gratification that comes from writing the exercise in my little exercise box of what I did, you know, because even if I am going to CrossFit two days, then, you know, I have all these other empty spaces that like, I'll find something, you know, yeah. Make something fun over the weekend with like bowling. You can move even going bowling with the family. But yes. yeah, getting out there and walking. We had some nice days last week, but this week's looking a little dreary. Yeah. Last week, Ohio had spring, and this week, Ohio's <laughs> having winter <laughs> again. We call that full Who spring. Knows when you're open- yes, yes, yeah. But yes, when we're recording this, it's not the same time as it airs. So if you're confused, like, wait a minute, that was not last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel like we should always clarify that. But yeah, the seasons, they come and go. So be ready to march into action. <laughs> we are in March, are we? <laughs> oh, Becky, any other actions that you think matter? Um, I really think that being organized matters. And this does not, this isn't to stress anyone out. But organization, even if it is simple tip here, and don't get overwhelmed with cleaning out the whole kitchen, but even having things organized of the things that you use the most or want to use, but you never use that. Well, maybe it's because the cabinet is so full, you can't reach it, get to it. Or every time you open that cabinet, it kind of gives you some depression. So maybe it's time to just take a little bit of time and get that organized. And um, I love it when my friends, when we can cook together and a couple weeks ago had an open house at my house and, you know, they're the ladies for Pampered Chef and the ladies are asking me for different tools and questions and all. And I would open a drawer to get what they were talking about to show them. And I had several comments like, Ooh, that is so organized. I don't think about it because it's like my everyday thing, but that is one of the reasons why I do enjoy cooking and being in my kitchen because I do have good tools to use. And this is not to sell pampered chef. This is just because having good equipment tools and having them in a place that you can reach. Well, that also takes away a lot of the procrastination of actually just going and doing the thing. Um, if you have a salad scissors that makes cutting the lettuce super duper easy, then you can just like, you know, like, oh, I have to get that cutting board out and I have to, and yes, some of you don't mind getting the cutting board out and cutting it with a knife and that's great. But, you know, finding ways to make your life easier, um, it's going to make such a big difference. And that can be in so many different things. It doesn't just have to be in the kitchen, even having my bathroom drawer organized makes a difference of me being flustered and late if I can't find 
my makeup bag or whatever eyeliner I'm looking for, or I have my own toothbrush and toothpaste in my own space and let the rest of the family have it in their space so that I'm not like digging through things. I know it's not like it's saving five minutes, but it does save frustration of, of regardless if it's, if you're getting ready for the day or I could tell my kids, can you please put your shoes together at the back door, even if they're not in a closet? <laughs> like, why should we have to trip over the shoes? Or why, when it's time to leave, should we have to go searching for the shoes if you put things in the same place? So organization, I love it. I know. And I wish I was as organized as you, my friend. <laughs> but I've accepted the fact that I'm not. And that I just, you know, can organize here and there when I, when I'm able to. Yes. Yes. And it's nothing to be guilty, to feel guilt about. Not at all. But it's something I enjoy. It's something I enjoy doing. And there are things like, you know, what's easy for one person isn't necessarily easy for the next person. And it also comes down to like, well, I actually think that's fun. Some of y'all would probably tell me like, you know what? You could just fold your clothes as soon as it comes out of the dryer and it'd make your life so much easier. (laughs) You don't have to walk around a basket of laundry, you know, but it's not my strong suit, but I do do it. But having my house organized, I love that like within minutes, we can pick up the house and the main floor, not the toy room. You know, we can pick up the main floor in 30 minutes and it looks like we cleaned, even if we didn't clean. So those things are important to me because then it just makes more of a happy space for me, even if it doesn't make the rest of the family happy (laughs) because they have to pick up. But they're getting better at it, too. As the kids get older, they are getting better. I mean, I still pick up things all the time, but they're getting better at understanding that like if we chip away at this all the time then it's not just like a big old like overwhelming mess in the living room i mean sure there's fort building days that last a week (laughs) and then it's like okay y'all but yeah it doesn't come easily because not everybody it's not like i have other people in the family that like yeah let's organize (laughs) It's, it's mom's thing. <laughs> yeah, but you're leading by example and they will see yeah. that it, it does rub off when they see that as an example growing up. My kids do notice, um, and this isn't to put anyone down whatsoever, but like Preston has told me, thanks mom, because he has now noticed as he's gotten older that not all homes are and my house is not always clean. I try to keep it, you know, not so messy, but it doesn't mean that we don't have dust and dirt. We definitely do. Oh, yeah. The toilets. We're not going to talk about the toilets. But, you know, there's always things to clean. But like, and then that makes me feel like, oh, even though like I'm not trying to make their life miserable with having everything perfect. No, but that it does feel good that my 12 year old can notice that like, oh, mom thanks you know that we do pick up and yeah there will always be mud we have boys (laughs) even with girls there will always be mud 
and dirt, but actually the mud and dirt doesn't bother me. Like backpacks and school papers. <laughs> One thing at a time here. Right. We can just get them to learn to sort all those papers themselves and give me the important ones. Oh, uh, that's another topic for another day. All the papers. But hey, they're keeping us informed, right? Yeah, I I think that, that this was a great episode. We know what the actions are. Plan your food, follow your plan, write down everything you eat, plan your your exercise or your movement, follow your plan and write down everything you do. And it's going to get Mm you, oh, one more action I forgot to mention is weighing on a regular basis. Oh, yes. You have a goal Mm -hmm. weight. Weighing either daily or weekly is a really good idea. Now, please hear my heart on this. Your worth is not determined by the number on the scale. Decide ahead of time before you step on the scale, whatever this number is, I am 100% worthy. I will follow my eating plan and I will not let this ruin my day in any way. Yes, absolutely. And it is really important to just track your weight so you see what you're if what you're doing is working or if you need to tweak it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because even when um, typically I would do a weekly weigh in, but you know, there's when there's that season of not being so motivated, the first thing to do is to stop weighing in. And then it's like, Oh, out of sight, out of mind. Don't really care, you know, Mm -hmm. but we do care, but it brings, Again, it's just a good action step to bring in for accountability, not to bring you down, but yeah. Yeah. And one way that you can try to look at your weight is like you're reporting the temperature. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in Cleveland, it's 33 degrees out right now. So, you know, on your scale, you weigh 175 pounds right now. It's just a number. A literal piece of data. So good. Just a number. That is just a number. Yep. Yes. So make sure that you take some of these actions. Let us know in the Facebook group which actions you've decided to take. Hopefully all of them. But maybe you just need to do one at a time um, until you get them all under your belt. And, you know, you will start seeing some results. Yes. Yes. We want to hear from you. And ladies, we look forward to hosting our next retreat in July. Registration is open. And if you're listening to this way after the fact, registration is open through June of 2023. We would love to have you. Yes. It's a great time. Wait. We cannot wait. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah. Planning mode, fun stuff. 
all the things, good food, giveaways, great topics, classes. We'd love for you to be there and bring a friend. Yeah, we'll see you next week on another episode of the Girls Gone Trim podcast. Goodbye. Bye.